You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Paris Hilton, and you're listening to You Up with Nikki Glazer. Just kidding, it's me. Um, <laughs> actually, even this voice sounds like Paris Hilton. Hi guys, it is um, Wednesday for you. Tuesday for me. I am in Los Angeles and I am about to be doing Jimmy Kimmel Live. I'm taping it in um, about two hours and I have some downtime right now. I'm at a weird house. If you hear voices in the background, it's like producers and stuff, but I'm a weird, at a weird, not a weird house, a beautiful house in um, West Hollywood that is huge and like is just rented out for different productions. Gorgeous pool. I'm out at like the guest house area, which is my green room and we did a rehearsal already today and got hair and makeup done early this morning um and now I'm just waiting to tape the show which I'm taping at two o'clock it is now it's about to be noon and gonna eat some lunch and just put on my outfit and do the show and then I'll be done by three it's crazy um I as much as this has been like so fun to do as always with every thing I cannot wait to be done um even though honestly this has been it's I just was saying earlier today that I'm tired of doing stressful things that like are leading to this there's only one you only get one shot like these M&M lose yourself moment like jobs I'm just kind of tired of the stress that comes before them and like dreading them and everything this one has not been so bad because um everyone at the show has been working here forever they're all like so friendly with each other they all like love what they do even though they're doing it under these weird circumstances but they're all just like so fun and jokey with each other and it's and they're nice because jimmy's nice and jimmy like hires his friends and his family a lot of like what i kind of have followed in doing because he proved that you can do it and like you know it works and so that's kind of the same model I follow and it just you can just see how it works here because you go on a lot of sets and a lot of shows and just everyone's just like doing their job but here it seems like people are just like they're razzing each other a little bit and like everyone's just friends and there's like hardly anyone here there's like six people here total it's wild great snacks I'm really hoping to get some kind of shirt or hoodie to prove that I did this show but I don't think that's gonna happen I think I might just ask for one um, but uh, yeah and then by the time you're listening to this I'm done and it already happened why don't you write me a DM and tell me what you thought um, I am here right now I get to spend the day like I did yesterday running around town yesterday with my friend and Queen of Squirt Nation which is what we used to call listeners of the show which we don't anymore, but um, you've heard her on the podcast before. Uh, welcome back to the show, uh, comedian Carlisle Forrester. What's up? What's up? Um, I actually wanted to give you some good luck from your good friend, Brittany. She wrote in and she said, Miss Nikki, have so much fun at Kimmel oh tonight. Oh have so much fun. I love you. Love, Britt. <laughs> That is so good, and I wish people could see your face, too, because you're, like, angling your head in the way that she... Yeah. I'm Brittany, and I want you to have so much fun, and everything is fine in my life. If we get 
nothing else out of today. I feel like I just want Nikki to ask Paris, like, is she okay? Have you talked to her? Have you reached out? I don't think they're friends. I don't think they are that good of friends. Yeah. They used to be girls. You know she's got that cell phone number somewhere. I mean... I don't think if you text Brittany that it's getting to Brittany right now. And I think everyone's like so mad at me because I, I tweeted that like if you're like worried about Brittany, like check yourself, worry about yourself. You're just jealous of how happy she is. That bitch is so happy. I don't I know everyone's like her dad makes all her decisions for her. She's on a bunch of drugs. And it's like, well, before when she wasn't on drugs and her dad wasn't making decisions, she was running around and like the paparazzi photos she always looked miserable angry sad and now she always looks happy and maybe it's just instagram but like don't you think she's happy but that's instagram everybody looks happy on instagram and the yellow shirt thing was weird okay that was a whole like thing where everyone was like because someone commented wear a yellow shirt in your next video if you need help and she wore a yellow shirt and put it in the caption like in big it was like i'm wearing my favorite yellow shirt yeah but she says that about every you can look into anything i made a comment on someone's thing they posted a whole video about she was wearing a yellow shirt and she they they said the whole theory and i go and I wrote in this guy's comments, I was like, in your next video, have a face if you need help. Because the chances of her wearing a yellow shirt are very, they're very likely. Somebody should just be like, wear a puka shell necklace in your next yeah. video. Because yeah. she's always got on that shell necklace. Have a, um, a concerningly sunburned chest in your next video if, <laughs> if you need help. I mean, I think... I don't think she needs help. She, you couldn't be, if, if she wasn't putting out videos and it was all very cryptic and like we couldn't see in, I would be worried. But these videos are. Have you heard the theory that she's a clone of herself? Stop it. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even care about that theory because it's, it's flat earthers. Like that is so stupid. The flat earther that told me, but I still think some of it holds water. I. Are you joking me? <laughs> Do you know a flat earther? Look, there's a lot of podcast that yeah like conspiracy theory podcast that people reach out to me to be on because I did one and which one did you do I, I did this one called network radio and I didn't realize that it was a um like a very deep in conspiracy theory why did what, what when did you realize well I started following them on Instagram after I did the podcast and now that all this is happening like every meme they put up everything I'm like oh I think I did like a full-on like Republican conspiracy theory podcast and so now you're one of the talent that they're all reaching out to they're like and then you're gonna be in Trump's cabinet like I was next week you really could get in there I really believe you could and he would benefit from having you my mom thinks if I skewed my comedy more Trump that I could really blow up and she she's not wrong every time every time we talk but um is your mom Trump oh. Trumpy we can't talk about it on air but yes oh yeah, yeah. that's mm, unfortunate I know well they live in they live in a state like that yeah, I was just in Arkansas, and I was like, is there anyone who doesn't like him here? Like, and how weird would you feel, and how awkward would it be for you to fit in with your friends? And, like, because you, you go home, or you go to a place like that, and you see all the signs, and you're like, really? What the fuck? Like, I went to an Ole Miss football game, and it was, like, a huge sign, the size of a building that said, Rebels for Trump. 
like young people made that. Do you know what I mean? Like I understand the old conservative like fuddy duddies, but these are like college kids. I was just blown away. It's all um I'm I'm so naive to how many there are out there even though he's our president and he got elected, so obviously they're out there, but every time I see a flag, I'm just like like a flag, I said on the podcast, a flag came up in our neighborhood. It sprouted out of the ground in our neighborhood overnight, like one of those cactuses that flower in the middle of the night. Um, and I was just like, I was stunned. And it's like, I shouldn't be. Of course, I'm glad they're like actually saying who they are as opposed to like, you know, because if you do like him, you should be outspoken about it. So, well, that's why they call them the silent majority. Right. And everybody that says, oh, he, there's no way he's going to win again. I'm like, you're crazy if you think he's not. First of all, oh, don't say that. Well, in our lifetime, I've never seen a president only do one term. Just that alone. I just almost don't even believe in the system because I've never seen it happen that a president didn't. George Bush. Really? Yeah. But, no, he did one. Young or old? Old. That's why I don't remember. So I was, I was just a baby then. So you were just a little baby. Um, you have um. Okay, hold on. Don't talk when the mic isn't in your face because I can't keep up with it. Um, so yeah, he did one. Um, you have a podcast that people should listen to called Here for the Hang. Um, what can we expect in it? So Here for the Hang is the YouTube show. And it comes out once a week, and it's either me or with a guest. But I have a daily podcast um, that's going to be your bonus hang that goes with that that you can find on Patreon. You do a daily one? Yeah. How long is it? Like 20 minutes. And you just, like, talk about whatever? Just whatever is happening. Okay, so you can um, support Carlisle Forrester, who is unemployed during this yeah. time, and get some really good content. She's fucking hilarious, and she's more honest than I am. A lot of times, we had a talk yesterday about, like, you don't need to go full throttle, <laughs> but, like, it's hard not to. On the YouTube show, I'm reeling it in. If you want to hear my real stuff, you got to get on Patreon, slash here for the hang. I have no filter. <laughs> I can only imagine what that is. You're so fucking wild. <laughs> Um, you even had like a Crystalia statement that if you want to go watch, I thought was pretty funny. And um, and no one else was saying the stuff that she was saying. And it's on YouTube. Yeah. And you got a lot of people, a lot of fans from that. Yes. A lot of Crystalia's fans because, uh, you know, they're looking for content these days. <laughs> yeah, he's... he's... <laughs> he left 8.5 million people uh, hanging. <laughs> so your girl's cleaning up on that. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's called Here for the Hang. Carlisle Forrester. Check that out. Um, yeah, are you, uh, how, how does it feel being here? What's your what's your feelings for today? Did you watch me do my rehearsal? Yes, she killed it, of course. But like this whole setup makes you realize that we don't have to go back to the old way, right? This is so nice. We're by a pool right now. She did a producer meeting through Zoom. She didn't have to like sit in a room with six people. They're all on the computer like, why can't they just operate like that always? This is nice. Relaxing. It's, it truly is relaxing. We're sitting by a pool in a corner by ourselves. No one's bothering us. There's not like people running around with wires and like just walkie talkies. It's like so chill. Um, yeah, I guess it can just be like this, but it's, it's not this. I mean, this doesn't feel like making TV. It just feels like shooting a sketch back in 2008 with my friends in LA, like at a, house you know like it's a lot more but you're right it can be done on this level and the show's gonna be so funny tonight um i'm nervous about my paris hilton interview i'm not gonna lie i'm nervous about my phoebe robinson interview they're just so short and there's so much i want to get to and i don't want to be a blabbermouth i really talk way too much 
sometimes in interviews and it bothers me about myself. So I'm, cause I, nothing bothers me more than being a guest and then having the host talk the whole time. I mean, this is a little different, so I can really, you know, just steal the mic from you. But like when, and we promoted your thing pretty well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm just even talking about it. I'm like playing with my hair because I'm like nervous that I just want it to be perfect. And I feel like there's so much writing on this. I mean, I joked earlier. I'm like, there's so much writing on this. And I was being like sarcastic, but it does feel like there's a lot writing on this because it would be a dream of mine to host a late night talk show and but you taught me this too it's just it's a set it's a gig you're the one that taught me that like you can't put so much pressure on every little thing because guess what you're gonna get another chance yeah and people like I always think about how like you know there was someone that was getting ready to like Jimmy has hosted the Oscars before right and like you know I I could do that so there's there's bigger there's huge gigs and like me as someone who's seen people do those gigs I don't remember a single thing they did or a single thing they fucked up or like even the things I loved I don't remember any of it or there are whole movies that are like these multi-million dollar things which feel like everything is riding on it and it's all just kind of noise in the background at the end of the day just like this will be it's a fun thing but it's not my legacy unless I die tonight tragically and then kind of will be um so I'm just gonna just be super careful tonight I was gonna go and hang out in Malibu and watch it at our friend's place social distance hang but now I'm just feeling I just the bet glaze retract <laughs> <laughs> listen sometimes I, I do retract a lot but I some, I mostly go through with things but this is what I learned from you fuck it you don't have to do anything if you don't want to do it you can always say sorry change of plans yeah I just I would just change my plans today because I tacked on a podcast after this I'm going over to Whitney Cummings Cummings's to do her podcast and I just know that's going to be a lot of talking and a lot of energy and at the end of it I'm just the beds at this um, place I'm staying at the Sunset Marquee I'm the only one at the goddamn hotel but the beds and the hotel's fine like the rooms are okay for for how nice that place is and I only chose it out of the list of hotels they gave me because Amy always stayed there Schumer and I was like she was she's rich and famous like I got to choose that they're all right their rooms are all right but the bed is amazing it is like it it's like a huge it's like sleeping on a um a bounce house it's just like it was it's so good so I've been getting I just kind of want to just sleep I don't know um but maybe I need to be around friends so I'm just gonna I'm gonna figure it out when I'm done with Whitney's thing and, and see how I feel but so far, this has been really chill. I mean, like, there's nothing stressful about this at all. So great. And I just want to say on mic, like, I'm so grateful for this because this is like school for me to like entertainment industry school or whatever you want to call it. There's no way you could learn this any other way, like watching everything you do, watching how you handle yourself in the rehearsals, the interviews that like all of that is priceless. So I'm just thanks, girl, to be here and watch it all unfold. What have you learned today? And there will be a test later this evening. That's why I canceled the hang. I'm actually scheduling a um, you'll get a Scantron um, and uh, a number two pencil and you'll be quizzed on how to conduct yourself around masked producers. Um, I mean, what have you learned? Just your like your ease with everything and like not you know you're the talent so you can run the shit a little bit like you can take things again you can change things last minute like you're the boss bitch i am i am the boss bitch okay i'm i'm the i'm the i'm the wait hold on i gotta get into her 
I'm I'm wait you can do it better <laughs> I'm badass boss bitch that's so good there's there's two Paris's though yeah are you gonna say this? yeah I think I might say this tonight but it's like there's the Paris that is showing you like some art she did of like a Hello Kitty collage and she's sweet and like on a red carpet and then there's the Paris that is like late for a flight and realizes like four minutes before she leaves for her flight to Beirut that she's only packed gowns and has nothing to wear in the car. <laughs> oh my God, I'm in a car every day and I only have gowns. I only pack gowns for Beirut. Yeah, that has more of an attitude to it. And, but she's never mean. Ooh. There's the boyfriend. Oh wait, in the, we, we can't talk about it. we can't talk about. It. There's she is uh, she, as you saw on the show last night. Um she that I, I talked to her. She has a documentary coming out and it's so fucking good. So good. I can't even t- I can't tell you guys a single thing about it, but it comes out September 14th on YouTube and it's ridiculously good and I can't stop talking about it. It takes me everything not to tell you guys every little thing about it because I want I can't wait for you all to see it. But um I have to go right now and I'm going to do the show and then I'm going to talk to you guys after. So the next time you hear my voice, I will be done with the show and I'll give you a little wrap of, of how I think it went. And uh maybe Carla will be there, but maybe not. Um but if she's not, we'll check out We'll see how I do. Yeah, we'll see. How, <laughs> we'll see how if I. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so we'll see you after that. Okay, wish me luck. Welcome back to the show. Like I said before, the next time you heard from me, I would be done, and I am. I hope the ambient sound is not too much from you. I am um on my balcony at my hotel with Carlisle Forrester. Uh, just chilling after I did Kimmel. You tell him how you think I went she or did. It. She killed it. Y'all, you're going to see tonight. You watch. It's not tonight. They already saw it. This is coming out tomorrow. That's right. You saw it. But yet, she thinks... What do you grade? You always give yourself a grade. What do you grade? I mean, I'm going to just say I did the best I could do. Because that's true. Like, I was... St- it's just all I can do is what I did. There's no, there's no like, oh, if I could do it over, I would do this. I don't even let myself go there because there are a million things that I would second guess. And I mean, honestly, I was telling you about it. Like, I just wanted to do so good that it would be undeniable that like that's the kind of job I deserve to have. But guess what? If if whatever I did isn't like when when they go when the next late night host retires and they go and they watch everyone's tryout or whatever this kind of this wasn't a tryout but like they watch shit like this to like vet for the next one and they go no she was lacking here and there then I but I don't care then I'm not meant to be that and then I'll have a different life everything will work out the way it's supposed to and I had fun that was goal number one and I didn't accomplish all my goals but like that was on me and not on anyone else and I'll do better next time but it was like I, I give myself B plus no way no way! I knew you were gonna say something low, dude. She always does this. She she does like a I know, but you always do like a mine. Like you were either gonna say B plus or A minus because you won't let yourself have the full positive. Does that make sense? Like you won't give yourself the plus without the B, and you won't give yourself the A without the minus. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Plus? Yes, it does make sense. That will I will not do an A. I'll never get an A plus, and if I do. I got a pommel. If you listened to the two episodes ago, you know that my French teacher once gave me a pommel. On not bad on one of my tests, and it was the nicest thing. She, I think I said that in the two episodes ago. It was the she was the meanest teacher, and she was she's me inside my head, like Madame Hood, from my 
freshman through whatever year. I think your boyfriend just texted us. He might be here. I'm going to Whitney Cummings. Anyway, but I had the meanest French teacher ever, like cartoonishly mean. And yeah, the nicest thing she ever said was Pamal. She's So I have that woman in my head and I did it did fine. It was, what I got out of it was it was just a lovely day. I got to hang out with you and now I'm going to do Whitney Cummings' this podcast. I'm in full hair and makeup, which is already, and she has really good lighting and like a good video system going. And you know, so I'm killing two birds. And she's one of the birds. And I'm excited to go hang out with her because we haven't hung out in forever. I was thinking about my relationship with Whitney, Whitney Cummings. It started in 2006 when I moved to Los Angeles. And I saw her clip on MySpace. And she was just, I think she she hadn't done any TV at that point. It was just like a random clip. And I was like, oh, my God, she's so funny. I want to be friends. So I just cold, cold called her and wrote her on MySpace being like, I'm moving to town. I need friends. And she took me around town. Talk. You were just saying I'm the hardest working person. Holy moly. That girl back in 2006. I was like, I can't keep up with her. She was doing like six open mics a day. She knew everyone. I would just follow her car around town over the hill trying to keep up with her literally in her like trying to keep up with up with her car, let alone keep up with her in the business. She fucking took off. So and whenever I hang out with her, I always feel like Oh, we, because we, we were friends and then we just drifted apart, not for any like reason or anything. But like every time I come back to, to hanging out with her and we, we just like pick up where we left off in terms of like, I feel like I'm that with, way with every female comic where you just are like, yeah. you talk in a level of like how best friends talk because we're all so open. So I'm looking forward to that. Your, your boyfriend, I almost said your ex boyfriend. Well, he will be after this. He's coming to get us. Whitney lives like 45 minutes from here. I thought she was like a block away, but she's not. Um, I think he might be here. Here, I'll tell him. No, it's okay. Um, you were saying that thing about Whitney and following her around and how hard she works. I was just commenting to Nikki earlier. She never, like, you never have idle time, girl. Like, we just had this free space come up, and now she's gonna go podcast. It's like there's there's never an end with you. And I learned so much by watching that because, like, I what is idle time? Like, just sitting and doing nothing. But most people have that in their life. I feel like you have none of that in your life am i wrong about that like where you sit and you do literally nothing what do you mean you sit and you look at the fucking wall you literally do nothing come on now but i'm saying like whenever you're at home in st louis are you like watching tv and hanging out when you're not creating content while you're doing it yeah <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> yeah because i did i did watch that zach Efron thing and i was like oh i want to post about it no i watch it with my parents but i don't watch stuff alone like when i'm alone i'm alone in bed and i'm on reddit or i'm reading on the internet i'm on my phone i have idle time i go for walks i go for runs like i do things i just had idle uh, five months of idolatry if that's a word and every time i go to la it is stacks on stacks of events like yesterday i didn't do shit i did when had one fitting and then i worked on the script but like i didn't go out and do a set which i normally would have done i didn't go out and hang out with friends which i normally would have done gratefully i can't do any of that i just love covid because you have an excuse not to do any of it your boyfriend is here we do have to go i hope you watched kimmel last night if you don't if you did it you could check out um, my monologue on youtube which is already posted on jimmy kimmel's uh youtube channel um I think that's all I have for you because I got to get going, but I'll have more. I got to tell you my story about my trip on the way here. I think you'll really love it. So I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on my way back to St. Louis. Um, Thank you so much for listening today. And thank you so much to every girl who is sending me pictures of handfuls of your hair. 
Oh my God. Shout out to you all. It's making me feel so much better. I lost so much hair today in the course of it being brushed and styled and restyled and touched up. And it's like, it was just cascading off me. It was just super, um, it felt like a swarm of mayflies on me because there were so many delicate hairs dripping all over my body and I was pulling them off constantly and I felt like I was being swarmed by dead hair. And, um, and so it was really stressful, but I just didn't let it get to me because I remembered all of the pictures of hair that you guys sent me. Where's your hair clump that you, you still, you, you got hair clumps going? There's hair clumps going, girl. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, that idle time, though. Like, I really get lost in twirling my hair. So I have this gross thing called trichotillomania. I don't know if anybody relates. Sorry if you do, and I just called it gross. But I've had it my whole life, and you just, like, kind of pull your hair. And I can really zone out and just be doing that and not be doing anything yeah like and that's if you added all that time up in my life it's like that's a fucking script or something you know what i mean like so i'm trying to have less idle time are you still in a world that is idle i know well do you thank you for admitting that you have trichotillomania right that's what it's called uh, so many girls listening have that i'm sure and boys too and they DM'd you when you were on my radio show and talked about it. I don't think you talked about it on the podcast, though. My last podcast, yesterday's podcast, my friend Hala talked about her bipolar disorder. You just dropped the trichotillomania bomb. Every single one of my friends has... Some- Listen, guys, everyone has something. I've got eating issues. Carlisle's twil- twirling her hair until she's got a, a, a bald patch behind her ear. Let's see it, baby. Let's see it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You guys, honestly, I'm looking at, like, a huge... That is so... That makes me feel so much better, but it makes me feel so sad because you pulled all that out, and that is... We're the opposite. Like, yeah, you could... It feels good because I love it. Like, opposite of you, when you freak out, I'm like, it's a release. Oh, my God. Today, I snapped at my hair girl because she accidentally yanked one out, and I was like, you have to be careful. Like, I didn't... I wasn't so mean, but it was a little bit of a snap. And, like, you... You are pulling your hair out on, and, and that just does not make sense to me. But like, who cares? It does make sense to me because it's fucking crazy, and we're all a little fucking crazy, dude. If I had some kind of a disease where this was just happening to the back of my head, how upset would I be in all of my vanity? Like, is it not crazy that I do that shit? But that's such a my good point, Carlisle. Yes, your hair is your thing. That's what she just said. Every girl's hair is their thing, and it's funny because you're not doing that to yourself. Just like I, when I get too skinny, girls are like, eat, or like people are like, eat. Something. And it's like, I I don't want to be this way. This isn't, do you think you, do I think you want that bald patch? People, I'm sure your mom when you were little or people that have noticed have just been, just stop it. Yes. If you could, you would. Do you, who wants a fucking bald patch on their head? Yeah. Who wants to look like a skeleton? Who wants to be obese? None of these people want these things. So stop telling them not to do it. We're all trying our goddamn best. So thank you for sharing that. Your bald patch is fucking insane. <laughs> it's gotten worse, babe. Oh, of course. Uh, we're in a fucking pandemic. Yeah. It, it may mean it makes sense. It, it yeah, it makes sense. But honestly, you're I was been jealous of your hair all day, so you can't fucking tell. So you you, you really get that. I work at it, so you can't tell. That's why when people are like, "Why did you curl your hair? Like, why are you all dressed up?" I'm like, "Because it's straw, burnt straw that I have to style into a shape to hide a bald spot." Oh my god. Okay, if you have trichotillomania, definitely hit up Carlisle Forrester on Instagram. Follow her. Uh, write to her. I'm so grateful for her 
candor in this because I know other girls that have that and would never tell a single soul about it. And I bet I know girls that have it that have never told me. My hairdresser said it's so much more common than you realize. I bet you anything, just like eating disorders. People, I mean, everyone's walking around looking normal and they've got some weird fucking eating shit. And everyone's hiding some secret thing that you think makes you so much weirder than everyone else. But I swear to God, we're all doing it. And we can all do better and work on ourselves to, like, overcome these things. But it is progress, not perfection. You can't just stop these things on a dime. You, it, it's, it's just a gradual step. The, the next right thing you can tell yourself or be kind to yourself, you don't need to switch overnight and just be like, I love myself. I'm going to make all the right choices. I'm going to eat all the right things. Very gentle steps. I'm only saying this because I need to hear it too because I just want to be perfect about my food, about my exercise. I want to do anything obsessively. And it's just not that way. I'm an obsessive person. So I'm not going to ever just be clear of all of it. But you can make little tiny steps. There might be one hair now that you could like, you can stop yourself in the middle and not do. Yeah. You know, and it's just one, one hair at a time. Um, seriously, thank you though for sharing that. How do you feel? I feel good. Good. <laughs> Feels like I'm interviewing Paris Hilton again. God damn it! <laughs> oh my god, uh, that was not that was nothing more than what it was. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is my second outro, but it's the real one. I gotta go do a podcast with Whitney Cummings. Make sure you listen to that, and uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Squirt, squirt, jackpot. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 